Welcome to Loki Nib, the podcast about pens. This is not suitable for work. Potions brewed by witches and foul language is strongly encouraged. It's like a pen show after dark, but it's a podcast. I'm Kat Axon. And I'm John Phelan. Welcome to the Loki Nib Halloween special. Episode 8. <laughs> Your soul is mine. Okay, that works. <laughs> Fun. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I promise we will not do those voices for the entire episode. That would be painful for all of us. But we will insert random jokes about Holland movies I have not seen before in there. Apparently, John is not much of a Halloween buff. I don't like scary movies. Um, for those of you who don't know me at all, um, <laughs> I'm huge on Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. I've been decorated since, like, the middle of September, so. Do you put lights on your house? Mm-hmm. Like, orange lights? I mean, if I, like, was able to get on my roof, sure, but now I own a two-story and, like, the roof line is really hard to access. So. This is a callback to Clark Griswold now. I think next year, when I have a little bit more time and a little bit more money to plan, I will hire someone to come do, essentially, Griswold Christmas, but Halloween to my house. Can we put, like, a, uh, what are those things called? Like, a maze in your front yard? Like, a corn maze? I think not or my hay. front yard, but, like, we can put a graveyard in my front yard and a corn maze in the back. I love it. We could have a whole scary Hoosier pen club at yes. my house next year. So, anyways... Um, it's been a long time since we've seen you guys, a whole two weeks. By the time you'll be hearing this from us, it'll be about nine days, no, ten days until Halloween when you first hear this. And a few days before the Ohio Pen Show. So we're super excited, um, and hope we get to see you in Ohio. I will not be there, but John will be there. We will be there. He'll have the Lady Lemur with him. So um, since you've last seen us, actually, I went to the Dallas Pen Show. Um, by the time you're hearing this, it'll be almost a month um, since I've been to Dallas. But it was actually fantastic. This is a month ago? Well, it will be a month when they hear this. Oh, right. Because <laughs> we're recording this in advance. Back to the future all over again. I know. What day is today even? <laughs> it's the alternate 1984. Yeah. The alternate one where I get to actually wear spooky Halloween capes all year round. <laughs> Uh, what you can't see and we will put pictures of on our website is John and I are both wearing Halloween capes because that's normal. I was forced into this against my will. Yep. We've also dimmed the studio lights and have changed our track lights around the top to be orange in solidarity of Halloween. <laughs> I love it. So anyways, um, shout out to all of you who came up to me in Dallas. There were a ton of you and I was so amazingly like humbled and overwhelmed and super thankful that you all came up to me and I had countless people um, whispering at me this is not LaCroix or if it's not LaCroix what is it or Space Dicks all weekend really yeah it was fantastic isn't that cool I hope you're all enjoying your buttons I mean what the 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 stuff that we (laughs) hinted out and if you find John and yell Space Dicks at him he will give you something in Ohio I need more swag oh I I'll give you some more swag I need more swag we need some clothes too I mean someday Let's let's start small, John. We're only on episode eight. Big plans. <laughs> Big so plans. so Dallas is a super rad show. I've never been to anything quite like it. It's only two days, and the first day is like ten a.m. to eight p.m. It's wild. Wait, what times again? Ten a.m. to eight p.m. Eight p.m. Wow. Yeah, I mean nice. it's a long Friday and a ten to five on Saturday, but then it's not open on Sunday. I kind of like that. Sundays kind of die down at a lot of shows, so it's deep in the religious South. And Sundays are for church. It's the Lord's Day, cat. Mm-hmm. So it was for rest. So we all rested. <laughs> yeah, we were tired. <laughs> I saw your photos you posted of that you took with your real boy, real girl camera. With my big girl camera. Big girl camera. Yeah. So they I, look good. Thanks. It was really fun. Um, really got a chance to hang out at this show um, and see some people and get to know some people who I hadn't really known too well before and like catch up with old friends. Um. Dallas is a shockingly big show. Like, I didn't realize how big it is. And it's actually really fun. Lots of um, great vendors are there. 
Um, and I had a really great um, time getting to know um, Bill Karras of Karras Penco. Oh, nice. And also Will Hodges of Tactile Turn and Paul, um, who works with Tactile Turn, who's like my bro. I, he and I like connect on a lot of levels because he's covered in tattoos too. Mm. Um, and so it was really fun. And actually, Bill Karras and Will Hodges like went to dinner with each other like two nights in a row, like the two maker pen Oh, nice. Brands, like, nice, hanging nice, out. nice. It was really cool to see um, those guys. I mean, I've known them peripherally, I guess, but I haven't really met them or had conversations with them much. Yeah, I haven't either. He's a uh, Bill is the guy. Bill Karras Bill and, and Will Hodges of Tactile Turn. So Bill was in a nib tuning class with me and oh, I neat. see him at every show, but we haven't actually like met. He's wonderful. Formally, so yeah, he's a super like stand up dude with great values and like a good heart. And, and we'll... tactile turn were those the guys at Atlanta who were yeah. in the room with us? Yes, yeah, okay, I like yep. those guys, they're great and their pens are amazing. And I finally was able to own a tactile turn. I've had a tactile turn mechanical pencil um, for a few months now, but I was finally able to get the pen I intended to buy in Atlanta and forgot. <laughs> I'm sad I couldn't go to Dallas, yeah. It was really wonderful. So I actually got a tactile turn gist, um, the fountain pen, with uh, made out of Delrin, which is a black plastic. And I actually had it upgraded to have a Damascus section because I am all about that. Ooh, those are cool. For someone who's very tactile, I like how things feel, and I just can't stop touching this pen. It's just glorious. Give me, I'm going to hand it to John so he can see it. Oh, have you seen a Damascus it. nib before? Mm, yes. Is it, a, is it a twisty? It's a yeah. twisty. Ooh, yeah, I like that. It's I could see how that texture on the Damascus would be like some people would hate it, but I actually love it because it's super grippy mm-hmm. because it has the um, same, and all the weights at the nib. Mm-hmm, and yeah. It has all the grooves like how their bodies do, but then the Damascus steel has its own texture, so it's the texture on top of texture, and it's really fun. Um, so I got to hang out with those guys. Also, I'm sick, so if you hear me sniffling, don't judge. I have a cold. Um, but Will Hodges is like a friggin' just nice dude and i really like him so i want to try and get back down down to dallas and see the tactile turn um facility and kind of what they're doing oh yeah they're there. local there yeah they're local oh, that, nice. that's like their jam oh, like, nice, that was their nice, local nice. show and then um kara's customs is arizona so they're not not local to texas I yeah, mean, that's south, probably southwest, closer for yeah. them so it was actually really cool um Everybody was there. Franklin Kristoff was there right next to Vanus in the smaller ballrooms. There were two ballrooms, one large room and one smaller room. My only like small quibble with the show is just there were so there was so much packed into such a small space that I felt like there was sometimes not enough space to like move your butt through without Mm. bumping into people. But I mean, if that's your problem, you have a great problem. The hotel is beautiful and the bar area is fantastic. Tons of space for us to all spread out with good natural light during the days. And they didn't seem to mind us being up late. Uh, I definitely... Oh, good. um, Not like the fascists at... uh, Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, like I've felt like I've gotten older in six months and now I go to bed at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I definitely um, fell prey slash willingly fell into the scotch tasting that mm-hmm. happened with Mario. Yes. Uh, Mario from Toys in the Attic, to- Toys from the Attic, is um, notorious for bringing scotch and, like, high-end. Mario is the man. Oh, uh, my goodness. If you're ever at a pen show, specifically the Chicago one, if you're able to make it to that, they do a scotch tasting on, I think, Friday night. Mm-hmm. Have you been to that yet? No, I've never stayed over in Chicago. Oh, I that's right. You always... Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... It's fucking great. Yeah. So little known fact, I actually really like scotch. And for whatever reason, people seem to assume I don't. I didn't know you did. Yeah, that nobody knows I do or care. And so Mario came up and was like, hey, is anybody interested in scotch? I was like, me. And he was like, what? And I was like, (laughs) yeah, like I really like scotch. He was like, okay. And he brought this peat, peated whiskey. And it was like, I mean... I, I wish I had. I don't have the um, the brand. The I don't have the the name of the scotch that we were drinking. But there there were all these quotes I wrote down in my quote book that was like, "It's like drinking tires that have been on fire <laughs> and like a campfire." <laughs> campfire is like what I exactly what I described. Yeah. Lafroig, which is like the most peaty drink for, I guess it'd be like the vanishing point. If you want to get into or like Lamy 2000, it's it's in that trinity or you're like, all right, I'm going into PD scotch. Like that entry level higher end. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not going to kill your wallet. Right. It's like 60 to 70 bucks a bottle, I think. 
and it's like drinking. I, I call it drinking campfire water. Like so I, after you pour the water in, you stir it and you oh, take a big swig. Yeah. So I, I like forced slash strongly encouraged um, the people who were sitting me, with me at the bar to try it. And because I thought it was great. And I apologize to all of you who hated it. Lisa Van Us was uh, not a fan. Um, but, but it was actually great. It was really fun. There was lots of good camaraderie. Um, I think that Sandra and I and Father Kyle actually got um, food, I think dinner. No, it was like lunch and dinner at a Mexican, the same Mexican place twice on two mm-hmm. different days. That's great. So um, there was a lot of good food nearby, um, good coffee nearby. I mean, nothing really was walking distance, but it was all available via Lyft or Uber. Oh, nice. Um, and so we had a really great time with that. And uh, Can I just say your photos? I mean, just to really stress it, I don't think enough people bring DSLRs to pen shows. And probably not just seeing like really good photos of all the people everyone it's always people take a lot of photos of the pens or like pen show after dark there's photos but the, the people involved it's just cool to see like really good photos of, well, of the pen show so i think more people need to bring cameras and not be afraid to like take photos take photos yeah because i mean it's a really cool thing we have going on here with these pen shows and you have to kind of capture those moments thanks um i'm actually looking at like creating a separate domain just for like ink and pen stuff. So I'll post a link in the show notes if you want to see pictures that I took. from. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, super fun. Um, I did a lot of bad things to my wallet while I was there. Yes. I saw some photos. I was standing at the luxury brands table and I noticed they had a platinum galaxy. It's a black cigar shaped pen with a gold clip. I know. I don't know. I'm like okay with the gold on this pen for whatever reason. And it's <laughs> covered in like a uniformly ununiform amount of tiny flecks of beautiful rotten mm-hmm. to look like if you're looking up into the stars. And I already have like a thing for galaxies and Milky Way. Oh, they're so cool. Hence the Nakaya Milky they're Way so that cool. I own. And this pen is different than that because it's just more sparkly whatever way you look at it. So, John, have you ever seen one of these in person? I have at the luxury brands. Okay. This is mine. It is stunning. That's so good. It's just incredible. The amount of rod is incredible on this. And somehow I'm not bothered by the gold hardware. And I really what like the texture. What finish is this on here? I don't know. It's not super glossy and it's also not matte. It's got I a little like texture. That. I kind of like that. Stop fondling my pen, John. Jeez. Shh. I'll do whatever I want. So phallic. God. That's so good. These so. are so good. And so this is a broad? Uh-huh. Nice. It's fucking glorious wow it just sings and with lisa's ink inside of it it's like oh my god match me excellent excellent those two are paired together forever mm-hmm. so i may or may not have purchased a number of pens traded for some more pens got some ink got the gable leather 40 pen case oh the 40 pen nice yeah nice. yeah nice yeah i like their stuff and then like barely could get my suitcase close to go home oh because i picked up my musubis that were muled to me from san francisco oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. i picked up two musubi notebooks as well as two musubi refills which are incredible the bamboo is stunning i mean musubi is fucking amazing and valerie of Light of Fancy, she's an expat who lives in Scotland now, originally from Michigan, was there and brought her notebooks. Oh, yeah. She's incredible. She's, she, she's awesome. Oh, my goodness. She and I are, like, actually totally well made for friendship. Mm-hmm. And she brought down her notebooks and was like, this one's my favorite, but, like, it hasn't sold. And it's this beautiful black notebook made out of this very thin leather that's almost, like, sheeny. And it has this sort of subtle, like, purple and green floral pattern. I was like, uh, yeah. It's uh, 52 GSM Tomoe River. Mm-hmm. Stunning. So I had, like, five notebooks to shove plus a 40-pen case and, like, a bunch <laughs> of found pens. It was very dramatic to get a home. But we did I don't want to hear about packing for pen shows. I am a consumer, John. I am not a retailer. I still buy things. That's <laughs> the hardest part is, like, not having room yeah. to come home with stuff. So what's new, John? Well, I moved to the north side of Indianapolis now instead of the further north side of Indianapolis. (laughs) You are no longer a suburb man. I love it. No. Hashtag urban life. Oh, my goodness. You're my hood. I'm much closer to you, so now we can hang. Yeah. Rude. Wouldn't (laughs) hang with me before because you couldn't schmuck it down to me 20 minutes ago. That's right. 20 minutes too long to drive. Yes. Yeah. 
you're Gosh. like, come, come have some wine. I'm like, it's, it's like, so far. It's, it's 20, minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. That's <laughs> the worst. I'm the worst. It's so far. Oh, oh my man. gosh. So um, I, not a whole lot new. I'm, there's some new Twizbeings coming. By the time you hear this, they should be out. They should be out by now. But there's also 65 milliliter bottles coming too. Bigger ones. Interesting, right? That's wild. So the the size that's coming that will be out when you hear this is 18 mils. Uh Uh-huh. And they're going to release a 65 mil bottle? Right. Whoa. Made in China completely, not in Taiwan. Huh. Is that important for any reason? Tariffs might increase the price. It's kind of interesting. Uh, any Chinese products, I guess that these these trade tariffs are going to make uh, make some Chinese products increase in price. So if you're buying like Gen House or anything, get them now. Huh. Interesting, right? When does the tariff take effect? I don't actually know. Is it in November? I think I, th- I think it's coming up very soon, uh, and it could really screw some things up. So, and speaking of price increases, Pilot, by the way. Some little insider knowledge. Pilot is increasing the prices on ink and vanishing points, among other things. So if you're looking to get some ink before the end of the year, do it. Good to know. That's about it. Not really much else <laughs> new. Moving moving sucks. And, uh, you know, by the time you listen to this, the Ohio Pen Show will be ready for that. Um, Detroit Pen Show will be over. I heard, I heard it was great. Um, <laughs> it's been a great... It was a great show. Yeah, I mean... I hope some people went to Barnes and Noble and picked up some Lamy's on sale again. Now that we're recording this in the future, uh, Lamy safaris were like nine bucks at Barnes and Noble. I'm gonna have to go root through the bins and see if I can find any. I literally heard they were in bins, just like rooting through. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Is that, yeah, it's yeah. insane. On the uh, converse to that, there's a new platinum 3776 called Carnelian coming out. Carnelian, Carnelian. Yeah, it's a stone. Carnelian? Yes. It's a red stone that's the color of that pen. Yes. Well, I know that. I just don't <laughs> how to say the name. I've never, oh. heard, I've never heard the word in my life. Oh, yeah. No, it's beautiful. It's I very, very cool. don't go for red much, but man, if you like red. So I've seen this pen in the flesh. Tell me. Is it it's beautiful? It's very, very pretty. I've held it. I'm getting, it should be in my hands by the time we hear this to photograph. And it's releasing in early November. And it's got rhodium trim. Rhodium, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And is it a little sparkly? And a There's little... a little sparkle in it. I heard it's the first time for Platinum to do this. Huh. So it's kind of a... New thing for them. Kind of a new thing, yeah. Well, and good. it's a North American exclusive, so... Oh. Which is, it's kind of the, that's kind of the important part for luxury brands is to have this uh, exclusive pen for the U.S. And it'll become like a regular edition. And then they'll have new... North American exclusives, kind of like what Sailor does with their so colors. It's something you can regularly get, but only in North America. Correct. Yeah, that's great. Good for yeah. them. It's su- it's super rad, and I'm happy for them too. It's really beautiful. Um, now let's let's uh, pause from the beauty and the wonder of the fountain pen community and move into the spooky and the scary and the weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is Halloween after all, so I'd like to start with the uh, the new <laughs> horror story pen. I am calling it. Um, have you seen the new Visconti Iopena? I looked at it. It's interesting. It looks like a squid or like a squishy converter that got a nibs attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, we'll link it in the um, notes below. Now, I actually saw this and thought like, oh, my goodness, this is such a fun pen. Like, it's going to be 20, 30 bucks. Like, I'll totally have one. 280 euros, John. There you go. Huh. Gotta gotta feel that jet, baby. I mean, <laughs> all right, Visconti, I see you. You're doing what Gucci did with the Gucci sliders and like Gucci hoodies and stuff. You're just you're just rocking that brand train mm-hmm. and just bringing mm-hmm. out weird, quirky like stuff. As is tradition with the Italians, yes. I'm. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I, I I think it's kind of horrifying, <laughs> like that it's a pen because it's just so weird. But like, I don't hate it. Yeah. I'm not the market for that, but like, I see you, Visconti. I see what you're doing. You made a squid pen. I'm not mad about it. It's like the high-end version of like a Janelle shark pen or something. That's a really funny way to put it. It's not false. <laughs> um, I actually also did some research to see like what Halloween pens are there. If you are super big into this holiday, I've seen Christmas pens. I've seen Christmas retros. I've seen all sorts of fun stuff for Christmas, but there's not a ton for Halloween. So... 
I will link some things below that I found, but it appears Montegrappa has a new pen. They probably have Halloween covered, right? Uh, they have a crowned skull <laughs> pen. It's... Um, is it made with real skull? <laughs> it would be if it was Montegrappa. It is um, made of black and satin resin with polished skulls, crossbones, roses, and keys to unknown treasures. It's got um, the queen, king and queen skull presiding over the cap with only tiny crown jewels of red crystal to provide relief from an ominous all-black exterior. Now, this is my jam. It's like all ruthenium trim, and it's a fountain pen, and it appears to be like mm, sort of like a matte texture with the design of the skulls actually in like a glossy material. It looks good. I mean, I think the price point may be a little cost prohibitive, but man, oh man, Montegrappa, they know what's up. Also... For Halloween. Did you see this new retro that came out? I did. It's super rad. So I don't think it's exactly a Halloween themed pen. However, it's coming out around Halloween. It's called Creepy Scrawlers. It's got some good color to it. I love the colors. It's like, you know, lime green and blue. And glows in the dark. Oh, that's the best part. That's the best part. Glow in the dark pens are better than pens that don't. It's uh, super cute and uh, has a bunch of little monsters on it, which mm. I think is adorable and I think is super fun if you're into retros. Those retro collectible pens are just the best because they're just the right price where you're like, I kind of need all of them. Kind of like Twisby limited editions or anything else in that price range. Totally. Um, and we also found, I also found that Banu makes a pen that I actually don't hate the design of. A lot of skulls. You like the skull stuff. I like the skull stuff. So they have a Banu pen as a pen called the Minima Fountain Pen in classic black skull. And it's the same idea as the Montegrappa where the skulls are in sort of a glassy black and the background is this sort of satin situation. And it has they have a Banu black skull pen holder. Uh-huh. I know. It's, it's actually a human skull. <laughs> no. Sacrificed a, skull. It's like a black glossy resin and it's super neat. And I basically, basically, through the process of preparing for the show, may or may not have found like 10 more pens I want to buy. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that's a thing that happened. I'm surprised they don't have like a cat pen with like scary cats on it or witches. I think that needs to happen. I don't know who we have to They could take so much of your money if they had like rotten in it and it was like (laughs) $9,000. But have a cat and Halloween on it. The cat's eyes are rotten. Yeah, they could just take all your money. (laughs) <laughs> all right let's do some q and a all right what I'll do we got we have the first question from oscar tumbler la pluma i hope i'm saying that right what are your favorite inks to use with a water brush permanent and non-permanent do you use a water brush john i do not okay. i wash with a washcloth <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, so my new favorite black is actually the Lisa Vaness with Joey Feldman Inktober black ink. It makes great lines and it turns into a really beautiful gradient effect um, of grays. When you use it with a water brush, it's definitely not permanent. I actually prefer non-permanent inks to use. Um, inks that are permanent, they end up smudging a little bit with a water brush and I just get mad at them. So um, I actually prefer to use inks that have a lot of water non-resistance so i've actually found that ackerman 28 which is the lime green and 14 i believe is the number of park pop park pop purple hmm it's like the purple one i think it's number 14 those are my jam cool Uh, i think those really do a nice thing with um with a water brush heather batgirl in disguise if you inadvertently swapped swabbed a patch of ink on your desk i'm reading this all wrong while filling a pen would you clear it off or leave the stain as building character hypothetically. theoretically <laughs> hypothetically asking for a friend i have done this many times what and i done? i clean it off i would have a my my desk would be a, a multitude of colors and it look in, completely insane yeah i um my desk is really dark and has like a veneer coating on top so it all wipes off yeah i i 
highly recommend just having some paper towels nearby and those like little spray things you can wipe it up i think character building my floor in my old place (laughs) definitely had some character building are you Uh, talking about the giant blue stain on your sydney harbor blue on in carpet yeah um yeah i i don't know i think that's one of those if you if you stain something with fountain pen ink you don't really get a choice whether you're gonna clean it up that's character building yeah if you can't clean it you're like that's there that's now there yep I think for like if your desk was more porous and you're not able to clean it, then that's one thing. But like it's like Bay State blue and uh, good luck. (laughs) I think if you can get a desk to work on that has some amount of like resistance to that sort of stuff, like you know, a glass top or something, that'd be better. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Stephen Galazzi says, "What is the goriest of red inks you've ever seen and used?" I know there's a limited edition Hitchcock ink. But it was limited. Uh, goriest. I love this question because gory ink is some people really love like a really red, blood red ink. Other people are like, I don't like it because it's blood red. Well, what's your opinion? What? I mean, I know the answer to this. What's What's the answer, John? It's Diamond Red Dragon. Yeah, if you want fresh blood. Or ox blood. Oxblood. Those are like the Hands two down. competing inks always. And they're great inks. There's honestly not any red ink that is better, more closely mm. similar to red blood. Yeah. I mean... I mean, blood's kind of nasty. I mean, sure. And like dry, dried blood is not particularly appealing to the eye. So like as naturally. A, I mean... So I, the human instinct says that's not good. I mean, from someone who's had their pen full of Red Dragon and, and Oxblood in a demonstrator at work. Oh, yeah. How'd that go over? <laughs> it, it holds up. <laughs> Drawing from patience. It's legit. Um, I, need to, I need to refill my pen. If you want that, like, fresh <laughs> red blood that's, like, pretty arterial, Red Dragon. If you want, like, dark, not a lot of oxygen's gotten to that blood in a hot second, Oxblood's where you're at. Okay. And John's running what, away now. What color is... So blood is blue, correct, when it's not oxygenated? No, it's just like a super dark red. Oh, so that's bullshit. Yeah, it's not blue. <laughs> it's just that because of your skin, the way that the color of your veins looks through, your skin looks blue, but it's just a super, super dark red. Oh, okay. Yeah. So never mind. I was so going like, to say, what's the alternative? You can t- <laughs> you can tell someone's level of, like, oxygen and how, like, oxygenated they are based on, like, the color of their blood. Oh. Like, because arterial blood, which is, like, going forward from the heart, should be, like, bright red. And if uh-huh. it's not, then that's a, a problem. Oh, okay. So, fountain pen ink, top tip. Red dragon or ox blood just depends on where you want to be in your life. But if you want it to be, like, arterial wound, fresh. Red dragon. If you want it to be like, I'm my... Venus, return, oxblood. Right. Got it. Yep. Got it. So for the, for the serial killers out there... <laughs> so when you draw when, when blood... You, when you write your note... <laughs> when you give blood at um, like a doctor's office, oxblood is more accurate for what you're going to see there. But it's pretty accurate. So, yes, that's the answer. Now, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Run away. <laughs> Run away. It's a Halloween episode. It's okay. It's fine. Everybody's not totally throwing up in their coffee right now. Okay, so let's do some back to basics. Basic B. How do you avoid your own horror story when you hand a pen to a non-fountain pen I user? I love this. I love this. Because we've heard it. You hand your pen to someone, and they fuck it up. They drop it. They push too hard, and they splay the this nib. Is, this is like the number one question on every Facebook group or Reddit. They're like, how do you, like, do you carry two pens with you? How do you manage? And I don't know if I'm just terrifying or scary, but for some reason, no one ever asked to borrow a pen from, <laughs> from me. I've never been asked, hey, can I borrow that when I'm writing with my pen? So I don't have any good advice but people will carry like two. They'll carry like a cheap, shitty pen. So when they're writing with their, you know, Visconti or Mont Blanc, they're like, here, take this. Is that a thing? Does that happen to you? Um, yeah, I get asked to use my pen all the time. So oh. I actually carry a Retro 51 with a rollerball in it for that. Just for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I have handed my fountain pens 
including like two, three, four hundred dollar plus fountain pens to people who've never written with a fountain pen. Do you tell them this is a fountain pen? Yep. And what do you say? I say this is a fountain pen. Um, I give them a basic rundown. You know, this is the nib. It's, you know, here's the feed. This, you know, pulls ink out the nib through capillary action because it's usually a physician at work. And they understand what that means. <laughs> and um, you really don't need to press hard. And these pens are very expensive. So please just like gently touch the paper. It's like tuned to write well like that. Like That's don't push so hard. so much instruction. And then they do. And then they hold it and like they it's. follow it. Yeah. And then they hold it like it's going to catch on fire or like bite them. Yeah. <laughs> and then they write with it. And they're like, oh. I always say don't press down. Let the pen do the work. Like, if, like really don't press down. That's probably fine. I give them too much information. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's sort of like while you're handing it to them. <coughs> I have the bubonic plague. It's fine. <coughs> Continue. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not dying. It's fine. I've already been dead. You don't know that. I'm already I'm dead inside. Dead. I'm already dead. <laughs> No, but when I hand someone a pen, it's like the, here, write with this. And you have like a good three count before they're fucking jamming it in the paper. <laughs> so I have like a, here's a fountain pen. One, two, don't press down very hard. No, really. Like, don't. No, like, you're, give it to me. <laughs> and it, it's, it's like that. I went on a lot of dates where I would hand pens to people and be like, here, write with this. So speaking of you dating with fountain pens, I need to... Hold on. Yes, I gave everyone a fountain pen on, on a date. Keep a Pilot Varsity or a Zebra fountain pen in your bag if they really want to try a fountain pen that you don't have to worry about <laughs> it. Okay, that's the answer. That's what I did. So tell me about your, we want to hear your horror stories. You've all heard mine. I mean, let's be real. You know my horror stories. Tell me about your horror stories of, of the pen world, John. Uh, tell me about this dating situation. The, well, I'd go on dates and I'd give Pilot Varsities to <laughs> first dates. And it would be the discussion of, this is a fountain pen. I have a fountain pen store. And based on that reaction, I would know very quickly how the date was going to go, whether this was going to go anywhere. I was asked, do you have a pocket protector? Like, that's weird. They kind of get did the like, really, pens? Like, do you make any money doing that? And it's all these really dumb questions. But the people who were like, oh, this is cool. And obviously, Abby was the last girl I dated. And here we are. I mean, you're still dating her. Right. That's a weird way to say it. Uh, <laughs> She's the last girl you went on a new date with. Right. And I handed her the pen and she goes, oh, this is cool. We'd already talked about fountain pens, but she still has her varsity. And now she has quite a few fountain pens. So, Including Sailor. And it obviously worked. Strong work. Strong, strong work, Strong Abby. work. But uh, no, I, <laughs> I, as a retailer at like pen shows, we have demo pens and people will ask the worst question anyone hears, which is, is this a flex pen? <laughs> or I didn't know this was a flex pen. <laughs> And it's sort of the, it can, every pen can flex once, <laughs> you know, oh, it's sort of like all bleeding stops eventually. Yeah. Uh, I just tell people if it's something expensive, like a vanishing point and up, I go, let the pen do the work. Don't press down hard. And then I still watch people where I hear it hitting the paper and you hear that like, <laughs> and you're like, oh God. But I, it's part of, I mean, I've never, I've only grabbed a pen once. Only once. And it was it was mostly because he was someone was turning the top of a Twisby five eighty and trying to like open it up. And I'm like, it's mostly ink related. I've never actually stopped doing it from writing too hard. I'm kinda just accepted my fate Ugh. of my demo pens. But uh What's the worst dating fountain pen story you have? Uh horror story oh, of dating. I, <laughs> someone thinking that I I loaned him my Twisby Eco uh, turquoise, oh. which was at that point completely sold out. And I went, here, try this. And I already gave her the varsity. And she goes, oh, thank you. And just like <gasps> took it. I'm like, I oh. like came over the table. <laughs> I'm like, that is not yours. Nope. <laughs> Give it back. Nope, nope, nope. No, nothing really too bad. Nothing like just, I did once put ink into a, like a half drink or like a, like a little bit of beer left. To like show the ink color uh-huh. and just kind of freak the girl out, you know, <laughs> like, no, the ink comes out this way and it looks weird. Yeah. Most people, it's like one of those first date things where you quickly settle. This is who I am. I'm weird. I have fountain pens. And if they're either, if they jive with it, great. If not, you know, 
I'm done here. So if I ever get back into the dating world, I should take pens with me everywhere. You should go full crazy the first date. I highly recommend it. Hey, everyone. I have $1,000 pens in my bag. I think that, no, that was the hard part where it's like, this is, and I go, how much is that? I go, this one's $28.99 available online at lemurink.com. But I had to not do the sales pitch. Like, well, this is a Twisby Eco. It's kind of the cheap pen. They're like, how much is it? Well, it's under 30 bucks. I'm like, 30 bucks? Uh, You're like, sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, do you have a lot of expensive pens? You know, just all the dumb, I forget all the dumb questions, but you know. That's not dumb. Why would you spend a lot of money on a pen? We've all I lose it. That I get a lot at work is how do you, like, how do you not lose it? And I say, when it costs this much, you just don't. Don't suck so much in life. <laughs> well, I mean, if you lose one, it's like a tragedy, right? But when yeah. your pen costs as much as some you of won't, us, You won't lose it. You just don't lose it. Yeah. They're it's, like, oh, you don't? I'm like, you just don't. I mean, if they, yeah, it's like, have you ever lost a child? Like, <laughs> they're hard to lose. They're probably easy to lose, too, but you haven't. Like, most people don't lose their kids or their car. <laughs> John... <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I'm brutal. I'm, I'm just, you probably haven't lost long, your It's been kid. a long week. It's I mean, I assume week. you haven't. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think I haven't had too many horror stories where I've seen like actual nib damage. I've heard, I've read the stories, and that's why I'm pretty proactive with telling someone don't press down hard. And it, I see it happen. I'll see the nib flex, and I just kind of go, do I want to be that guy and make it awkward? And grab the pen out of their hands and call them a heathen, or do I just want to let it happen? Well, I think um, in the uh, spirit of horror stories that have happened, you've all heard mine. You've heard Sailor Overboard in episode one. That's probably the best one. Oh my god, it was terrible. You've heard the mysterious oh, I, blue ink that followed me around. What, John? I do have one. Go ahead. It's related to cleaning. Oh no. Lamy two thousand washer down the sink. What? So when you take apart a Lamy 2000... Literally have never done that. Yeah, you shouldn't. You don't really need to. But if you overclean your pens like I do, this little plastic, this little metal ring that keeps the, the uh, cap on, when you unscrew the nib right here... Oh my God, it's just It just that. rests in there. Okay? It's, oh. it's in there. It's just like a washer. Uh, I won't tell you how long it took to get the part from Germany. It was a year. And it took so long that Mark Bacchus was even like, hey, can I buy some extras from you? And I muled them to him. And they're $10 a piece. And one went down my sink. Oh, no. And it wasn't in the trap? Oh, no, I forgot. I I thought it was gone forever. I forgot about the trap and I'd ran the garbage disposal so many times. Now it's gone. Oh, my God. So top tip, if you're cleaning a Lama 2000. Don't take it apart. Don't take it apart over the sink. Oh, my God. Or just don't take it apart. Or just don't. You don't overclean. Jeez. <laughs> That's really the worst. A $10 part that took a year to get. That's horrifying. Yeah. Well, we have um, a friend of the show submitted their horror story to us. Um, okay. So, it was a normal day in a normal town with nothing amiss. The hero of our story was at a meeting in his office with a coworker. On his desk, in a dudek block lived his pens. This included a number of custom Arushis, one-of-a-kind pieces from our friend Jonathan Brooks. What up? Hashtag, whoa. Hashtag Carolina Pen Company. Hashtag Brooks for the win. Hashtag Arushi. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Hashtag show me your Arushi. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, the co-worker fidgeting kept picking up each pen while talking. He picked up the most valuable pen on the desk. <laughs> Sorry, I'm already just getting, I'm already, I'm visualizing this and just A getting angry. A red Arushi Aiken model, which for those of you who don't know is the one with the rounded ends. And our hero told him, untwist the cap, don't pull, untwist. The co-worker was amazed and remarked at how he hadn't seen a fountain pen in decades. He carefully replaced the cap on the pen and twisted it to close it, and then twisted it some more, over-tightening it. Our hero heard a snap, and the cap cracked. And the co-worker said, whoops, hope that wasn't expensive. I, I hate this human already. Uh, yep. And the, please Our tell kid. me it ends with a firing squad or gulag. <laughs> Our hero died inside a little that day. Thankfully, after about eight months, 
Jonathan was able to craft a new cap, but now the pen is forever a two-toned orange to red gradient mm. because he couldn't match the color. And it's a reminder of the coworker who shouldn't be allowed near nice things. Huh. Makes me have angina. <laughs> so, like I, this well, is the other like top one online is ask, pull versus twist. Well, well, no, well, yes, but also just I had these pens on my desk and someone took them or used them. Yeah. And if you work in a real job with a real office with shared workspace, don't leave your pens out on your desk. There's just no, there's no universe I can think of where I would leave anything above a Twisby Eco out on my desk. So this is actually from our like ghost third host, Matthew Morse. Oh, okay. And he, he, he is our unofficial third host and he actually has a separate office and this still happens. Separate off. Oh, well, but like just letting people pick it up. I mean, I guess I'm just too... I'm pretty, he's, he's I'm far pretty sure too he kind. doesn't keep Arushi on his desk anymore. <laughs> he's just far too kind. If someone picked up like my E23 and was like, hey, what's this? I mean, I would just grab it out of their hands. <laughs> I'd be like, no, put that back. Stop you, touching. No, you Stop don't. You, but you just don't do that. You don't pick up other people's things and go, hey, what's this? Is this expensive? Like, are you five? Yeah. Was it a five-year-old? Um, no, it was like an old person. Yeah, like I just, I just hate people. <laughs> like, that's just something you just don't do. You don't just pick up people's things and go, what's this? Break it. Hope that wasn't expensive. Hey, see you later. Like the fact that like <laughs> Jonathan was unable to match the Urushi, like now the pen is beautiful. It's like this flame gradient. It's stunning. But like it took him eight months to get that pen back. Yeah. It like breaks my heart. I just, you don't hand. Well, he didn't hand it. I just picked it. Yeah. I, don't I mean, I think that the moral of that story is don't leave your pens on your desk, friends. Yeah. You just have to assume just like any hobby where if people don't know, they really don't know what it is and they think it's worth 40 bucks. Right. You know, that pen is, I mean, that was like a multi hundred dollar fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, it, but it's just like cameras or musical instruments. You know, I had someone pick up my guitar once and just start playing it at a friend's house. And like the look on my face was just, what the fuck are you doing? Stop touching my stuff. You just, you just don't pick up people's things. No touchy, no touchy, no, no touchy. touchy, no touchy. Ready? Oh, here we go. The fizz. I love it. That actually is LaCroix. This is actually Pomplemousse LaCroix. LaCroix. I'm ill and I already drank a Yeti full of red wine, so we're switching to LaCroix. Gotta gotta sober up here. <laughs> I'm not I'm not, not no, I'm sober. Kidding, I'm kidding. It was like a small Yeti campfire or camp campfire mug halfway. You should full. put McCollin eighteen in a Yeti. What? Oh, Single God. malt scotch and no. a Yeti. Just like <laughs> really trashy. Said, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Let's not do that. Oh, my God. <sighs> okay. Well, I would like to move into the... Uh, Lightning round questions? Character no. carry. <laughs> Let's round out this story. R- round out this episode. So oh. we have um, two themes. So we're doing character carry. And today we're going to cover the Adams family and the devil. Let's start with the devil. Satan himself. Satan himself. What inks would he use? Well, I talked to him earlier today, and uh, that joke didn't go over very well. Never mind. <laughs> hey, I'm all here for Satan, so let's okay. do it. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Okay. <laughs> peace, be, peace be with him. Uh, Satan would definitely use something made out of, like, human bone. body. Hum, human bone. It'd be bone colored. It would not be black. It would have black ink in it, but it would be bone in color. Oh, so you think he'd use black ink? Black ink, but it'd be like a human bone milled. It'd be like the size of like a emperor, maybe. And it'd be... Jonathan Brooks could probably make this for him, <laughs> I think. Jonathan Brooks, do you have a, a, a contract out with the devil right now? I actually... What was the devil's actual name in the, um, in the Bible? Lucifer, Morningstar. Really? Yeah. That's great. Satan. So it'd be called the Morning Star pen. Yeah. He's like a there fallen angel from God. That's right. So it'd be like kind of this nondescript pen. You're like, that looks kind of weird. And you're like, and it'd say L Morning Star on it. He'd have his name in the clip. <laughs> and you'd be like, huh, that's strange. Why is his name on the clip? And it's got like human souls inside. Right. And when you write with it, you <laughs> sign a contract with the devil and then you're... In Everything it. you write, you're handing over to the devil. So in my mind, he has blood as the ink. 
I like that too. And so that'd be a second pen. You know, alternatively, inks that look like blood. We've already discussed this: Diamine Oxblood, Ackermann Dutchmasters Zero Seven, um, Organic Studio, Edgar Allan Poe, um, Blackstone, Uluru Red. I think you'd have like Mont Blanc ink in it, uh, like I, red, like 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 it's it's. This is obviously custom ink. I think he literally just like has blood from the members of people who are in hell. Made right. into an ink that he right. writes with. Yeah, so I said Mont Mont Blanc. Mont Blanc. I love Mont Blanc. <laughs> I love Mont Blanc so much. They're the answer to like all of my character carry I'm questions. I'm not a dealer for them, so I can say this. <laughs> I love them. They're like they're my favorite inks. If you're listening, that was a joke. <laughs> we love you, Mont Blanc. I love you, Mont Blanc. They're listening right now in Germany. Okay, so you think he would have a bone or pen? He'd have two. So he'd have one made out of human bone. It'd be a Brooks pen. With black ink with inside black of it. With black ink in it. That's for him. Yeah. So this is like his like to-do list. So, you know, <laughs> kill people. He doesn't, he doesn't hurt people. He punishes people who've done bad. Oh, right. So punish do-gooders. No, no, no. Punish people who've done bad. So people who sin in this world are punished by the devil. Right. So if you're a good person, you don't go hang we out with Satan. We need David here. We need some help. I'm explaining it to you. Okay, if, fine. If you don't sin, you don't go and hang out with Satan. What if you want to, though? What if you're like, hey, it's Sunday. I'm just chilling. I fully intend on hanging out with Satan, so it's all good. But <laughs> His I'm name is Nick point. Pang, and he's hanging out at the hotel bar. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have a, a bone pen with black ink inside of it right. for his own personal right, use. And then right. when he hands someone a pen to sign a contract, and you do a deal it's with the devil. It's in human blood. It's in human blood and some black something. I think it'd be out of like. A black pen. Like asteroid or something. Ooh. Ooh, like or like some a, some sort of raw earth material. Okay, like a meteorite. Like myrrh. Myrrh. <laughs> Can you make a pen out of myrrh? Is it hard enough for I that? I don't know. I mean, no. he's, a, he's a devil. He could probably get this thing made. I mean, let's be real. He's probably going to make it out of like, like, honestly, it's probably like Middle Earth, like stone or, well, or be, no. lava. Visconti Homo sapiens. Damn it. That takes away my answer to the next question. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. So I'm like preparing for these character carries and John has no idea what our, like we don't talk to each other no, about our no, answers before. we do it. I like to do it at the show on the moment because you come up with the best ideas. Like I like this, to like see if my uh, answers exist. Do you think there's cartridges of human blood <laughs> in his desk or is it like a piston filler? <laughs> I think he probably just has like a does gallon he like bucket. call on does he call on a minion and be like bring me over a fresh one and he just like injects the pen in their side and yeah that's what you'd have to do because if it's like fresh blood it'd be or if it'd be old blood it'd be coagulated yeah you can't do that I mean let's be real Satan's got are there like anti coagulation still like it's kind of like I Lisa's. mean he has a custom he has a custom like blend of like human blood with like ink particles and things to make it. How do you flush out human blood out of a pen? Rinse it really well. Do you need like pen flush? Probably bleach. <laughs> All right. There we go. Now we know. Uh, 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 I mean, but let's be real. He doesn't care if it gets contaminated with other people's blood. He just refills it with more blood. That's right. Yeah. He doesn't flush his pens very often. He needs. <laughs> He's Lucifer, Satan. If, fine. Satan, if you're listening, better pen maintenance, please. <laughs> All right. Satan. If you're listening. If you're listening, can you come hang out with us? We'd love to have you as a guest on the show. <laughs> Ask you really what you use. <laughs> oh, man. We're getting some hate mail. It's fine. Anyway. What was <laughs> And then for our final character, Carrie. Da-da-da-da. 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 The Adams Family. All right. Serious question. Yes. The reboot from the 90s. Like 93? Yeah. Yeah. That one? Yeah. So some, I mean, we're going to get more hate mail. They, they, people consider the old Adams Family from the 1920s or whatever. 30s. 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever. The f- well, I mean, it originated in the 30s. But. Did it really? Oh, I was kidding. No, I like the one from the 90s, the really tacky one. With Angelica uh, Houston? Hudson? Houston. As Angelica Debbie? Houston. No, no, no. As as uh, Morticia. Oh, yeah. Who played Debbie? And Christina Ricci as Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know who played Debbie. Debbie. I... God, I gotta watch that movie again. It's so fun. I watched it last year. I love The Addams Family from the 90s because that is like my childhood. What's your favorite quote from the movie? I don't have a quote off the top of my head. There's two. I have two. <laughs> of course you do. One, Wednesday says, we don't hug. When they go to the camp. 
Oh, yeah. She says, we don't hug. Accurate. And then when when the dad, what's his name, shows up? Gomez. Gomez shows up and goes, ah, the scent of pine. (laughs) I don't know why those stuck in my head. My dad loved those quotes. I loved them. And they also had that little harmony hut. Yeah. Remember the harmony hut? Yeah. It's... It's brilliant. It's really a funny movie. I I adore the Adams family because the thing that I find interesting about them is that was meant to be like the anti-couple. Like they're supposed to be the opposite of society. But right. what you see is this couple who's madly in love with each other. And no, they're perfect. They're yeah. passionate and their kids are well cared for. And yeah. Yeah, they're way more functional than a lot of families. Yeah, I love the Adams family. <laughs> so um, we're going to take you through our top five choice this is hard we just had to pick five family members so it wasn't all of them so we did morticia gomez wednesday pugsley and uncle fester so let's start um with gomez something classy okay timeless art deco oh well think of him because he's from the 30s yeah i get it yeah art deco something like that maybe it has like a ruby in it oh okay all right. I don't know what pen that is. <laughs> I looked it up before. So I'm hoping John. you're like, oh, uh, great. <laughs> so I thought about him again as, you know, he spends money like it's nobody's business. Like he drops cash on stuff for no reason. So my choice for him was actually um, a toss up between two. I think he is the guy who buys the Montegrappa Chaos pen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do you know what that is? No. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I think he would buy a Montegrappa Chaos and not even look twice. And um, if he wanted to have, like, a budget pen for, like, his, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. That's, I don't, I don't know. I I think he would have a Chaos pen. It's beautiful. It's, like, cr- the craftsmanship on that is, like, stupid good. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. It's all handcrafted and it's yeah. just stunning. I mean, it's, like, way out of most people's price points, and it's a little bit eccentric and crazy, but, like, I totally could see him having it. He's a little funky. He's a little quirky. He's a little crazy. Just a little, yeah. I think that pen would be perfect. I also thought the alternative pen for that is a pen called Black Water Snake by David Oscarson. Mm -hmm. This is an all-black pen, and around the cat band is actually two snakes. One is solid gold, and one is sterling silver, and it's wrapped around. And it's, like, 5,800, something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. I think how'd they get all their money in that family? I think he invested and somehow it worked out for him. He had like 10 business ventures that also how worked out for him. And it's never really addressed. I think it's Morticia like has an effect on him and it works. Oh, okay. So anyway, for me, I think he has a Montegrappa chaos or David Oscarson or both. Okay. That's my pick. Also, I think it's obvious they all have all black pens and use black ink. Uh, yeah. D- yeah, that's out of the question. Done. Except maybe Uncle Fester. Okay. Well, let's get there. What did you say for Morticia? Hmm. Something sleek and slender. Uh-huh. And black. And feminine. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You're really basic and go like a black decimo. Okay. I mean, I don't have a good idea of what she would grab so for me i thought this entire family really wouldn't go for um japanese or asian pens i thought they would go for a european oh yeah okay okay so for me the choice for her actually i i um i think she would have the mont blanc mm. metamorphosis spider black metamorphosis set mm-hmm. so there was a standard one and then a limited edition so the standard is a black pen and around the cap like right at the end of the cap there's a sterling silver i believe um detail of a spider over the spider and then the cap the tip of the, yep, like the she end would of have the cap that she would have that is for sure a red um snow cap instead of black and i think she would have that and then the limited edition one actually has the spider web inlaid in silver all over the entire pen i think she would have them both <laughs> black with good. spider webs yeah. That was my choice for her was that Mont Blanc Metamorphosis um, set. And it comes in red, too, but I don't think she would actually buy the red. I think she would use the black ones. By the way, I have my next pen for our next character, Carrie, figured out. Oh, boy. Done. Okay. Because and these are all going to be limited edition Viscontis or Mont Blancs, I feel like. <laughs> no, not necessarily. Okay. So um, what do you think about Wednesday? Hmm. It's tough. She's sort of the anti-everything 
opposition. I actually oh. found her hard. Yeah. No. Blackwing pencil. Oh, the black one, the Steinway one. Just not a fountain pen. She's she's the not a fountain pen. Because everyone else is like, what's your fountain pen? She goes, I don't want one. Oh, that's a really good answer. Yep. And it would be a black wing because she's like very hipster. Yeah, for sure. Way. For sure. So I actually thought of what she would have if she had a fountain pen. And the aforementioned Bennu skull pen with skull pen stand, I thought that could work for her. Mm-hmm. However, I think it's too inexpensive and I feel like she would have something fancier because... She's like how old though in the movie? Yeah, but... She went to summer camp. Gomez, she doesn't have any money. Yeah, but Gomez buys stuff like crazy and Morticia would be like, you can't have that. You need like this like very expensive pen. Okay. And they're like very like inspired by European stuff. So I actually put her for an Aurora Black Mamba. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> an, Aura, an Aurora 88 Black Mamba. Okay. Yeah, I like it. It's I like, like it. it's like cool, but it's like edgy. The texture on it is really rad. I don't know. I was like, I feel I vibe her, but I like the black wing answer. I think that's actually cool. Hmm. We always need a not a fountain pen. <laughs> Somebody has to be a not a fountain pen. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, okay, Pugsley. Yeah. Twisby go black. Oh, okay. I think he would have a Coveco all sport in black. Mm, mm-hmm. That that's a better answer. So I think the all black one, the metal. Yeah, the yeah. metal. Because yeah. he's like going around torturing people constantly, like creating all Little these Jeffrey diabolical Dahmer. plans. Yeah. He needs like something that slides in his pocket so he can like scribble things down. It needs to be portable and durable for like all of his shenanigans. How many animals have I killed today? Oh, right. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I think he would be. I think yeah, he would totally like do Kaveco. I like it. Yeah. yeah. It's durable. Yeah, for sure. All right, now I need to know, Uncle Fester, what did you say? Huh. Because you had an answer. Well, this just popped up. The Genghis Khan limited oh. edition Montblanc. That's a thing? Let me see it. <laughs> Holy cow. Mm-hmm. $88,000? Yeah, that's what they're asking. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. That's, that's really cool. That would be rad. <laughs> I don't okay. know. What's your opinion on... So I was thinking about him and, like, his character, and he's, like, constantly, like, shown with, like, the ability to create electricity. Like, he puts light bulbs in his mouth and they, like, turn on, and, like, uh-huh. he's, like, got all this, like... He's also pretty basic, too. So I thought that he would appreciate um, Visconti Homo sapiens with the lava. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, but like the you know, because it's made out of, like, the lava rock. But I think that the trim would be the blacked out one. Mm-hmm. So it would be the black on black Homo sapiens, mm-hmm. whatever that is called. Because I think that, like, as a guy who, like, has all this, like, innate supernatural electrical component, he would appreciate something from a volcano that's, like, a source of, like, power and heat. What about, like, the, the, re- the retractable Visconti, that Pininfarina one? Oh, yeah. And, like, that, like... uh Torch color, what's that called? Oh, yeah, I could see him rocking that yeah. too. Those are cool. Have you ever held one of those, by the way? Uh-uh. They're really rad. I could, t- I just see that whole family with European pens. They, this has been sponsored by Visconti, basically. <laughs> Visconti and Mont Blanc. Yeah. Would you like to sponsor? <laughs> what is the bloodiest ink you've ever seen? And do you have any horror comments that have happened yeah. to you? We'll read the horror stories next time. I think we need to hear from some people who have had real horror stories. I know they're out there. Or if you have any like insight into like what the demons would carry. Were we right on the Adams family? Tell us. For sure. Oh, yeah. also, somebody sent me that as a request. I can't remember who it was, but whoever said we should do Adams family, thank you. That was a great fucking suggestion. That was great. We're going to do Ghostbusters soon. And we realized that wasn't really Halloween, even though it's kind of spooky, but we wanted to go like full on scary, all right? So anyway, I hope you guys had a great time. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time. And oh, yeah. Also, you should follow us uh, on Instagram at InkyCatWrites. At Lemur Inc. And you can follow us at uh, Leaky. Leaky. <laughs> and the Leaky Nib on Instagram. Give us five stars mm-hmm. on Apple iTunes. Thank you like so and much subscribe, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we appreciate it. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. That was so hard. We took that like 10 times. Way too serious. <laughs>
Why so serious? I vote that the pan flute gets a little bit of a creepy turn this week. The what? The pan flute. Pan flute? Oh, jazz flute? The jazz flute. Jazz flute. Anyway. Creepy. Do it in minor key only. Minor keys. I'll add that to the end. (laughs) I hope the mics picked that up. Children's screams are bottled in every ink bottle. You need to commit it to a scarier voice. What should I do? Like deep gravelly. Do a deep gravelly voice. Deep gravelly voice. Yeah, more, more, more fry, vocal fry, more vocal fry. It's like a binge after dark. There we go. But well, it's a podcast. There we go. All right, a little. Is, is that fine? That's fine. A L- little bit, little bit darker. Yeah, it's good. Just even like growlier. It's like a binge no, after one. dark. <laughs> yeah, there we but go. But it's a podcast. Yes, exactly. Fucking commit to it. Do it. Ready? Okay, cool. All right. Fucking commit. <laughs>